All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, someone knows where San Antonio's Confederate monument has been relocated to, and they say it's been damaged. The San Antonio area city has been making bank off its red light cameras. The Coast Guard suspends its search for two missing fishermen. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan in Texas. The story is coming up. Ariana Grande. Rip-off artist? You need it. I got it. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. They've seen the Confederate monument since it's been removed from Travis Park, but they can't tell us where it went. Rita Schimpf with the local chapter of the United Daughters of the Confederacy says she can't disclose the location of the Confederate soldier statue because the dispute is in litigation. She did tell KTSA's Trey Ware that it was damaged when it was removed from Travis Park in 2017. They used expansion bolts, which were unnecessary, to uh, basically drill into the monument and um, create damage there. The United Daughters of the Confederacy filed a federal lawsuit against the city of San Antonio, but a judge ordered both parties to iron out their differences in mediation. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. State lawmakers telling San Antonio officials to leave the aquifer protection sales tax alone. State Representative Lyle Larson has fired off a letter to the San Antonio mayor saying the Edwards aquifer protection tax should not be sacrificed to fund VIA. I think this is a long-term solution that will help future generations and to move away from it for a transportation initiative that's primarily focused in mass transit. I think it's the wrong direction for our community. Larson suggested that the city use the pre-K for SA sales tax instead since the state is now funding pre-K programs. The red light cameras are still on the job in Leon Valley and the local police swear by them. The state outlawed the cameras last year but Leon Valley and other cities with existing contracts were grandfathered in. Police say the cameras resulted in more than 55,000 traffic tickets in 2019, raising Four million dollars of revenue for the city. Fewer than one percent of those ticketed were actual Leon Valley residents. Police also say the numbers of collisions and drivers running red lights are down by double-digit percentages. Nearly a half million dollars worth of drugs were off the street after a big bust by the Bear County Sheriff's Office. On Wednesday, the Sheriff's Office Narcotics Unit executed a search warrant at a location on the north side where they uncovered 25 pounds of pot, 117 grams of cocaine, and nearly $3,000 in cash. 32-year-old Joe Montano was arrested on several charges during the raid, including possession with intent to distribute. The seized drugs have a street value of $462,000. Don Morgan, KTSA News. KTSA AccuWeather. Tonight, cloudy and mild, low 55 in the hill country to 62 along the Riverwalk. Tomorrow morning, showers, otherwise mainly cloudy, high 68. Partly cloudy and much colder tomorrow night, low 40. Sunday, cooler with some sunshine. High 58. Monday turning out mostly cloudy. High 58. I'm Brian May with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. The Senate is in recess until Tuesday afternoon. After formally opening the impeachment trial of President Donald Trump, the trial will resume January 21st with all 100 senators voting on the rules of the trial, including how long it will last. The Senate has adjourned for the long holiday weekend, but behind closed doors, Republicans and Democrats are working to prepare legal briefs due Saturday and Monday for President Trump's impeachment trial. The process officially kicking off on Thursday after Chief Justice John Roberts, who is presiding over the proceedings, swore in all 100 senators to deliver, quote, impartial justice. Meanwhile, the standoff between Democrats and Republicans over including new witness testimony and documents remains. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says he will likely force votes on the issue. 
Monaco Sarabdi, ABC News, Washington. President Donald Trump's legal team is taking shape on the eve of that trial. Trump ally Alan Dershowitz will deliver oral arguments in the Senate impeachment trial and will address the constitutional argument against impeachment and removal. A spokesperson for Dershowitz notes in a statement that the longtime defense attorney and Harvard professor is nonpartisan, voting for Hillary Clinton and opposing the impeachment of Bill Clinton. But he's participating to, quote, prevent the creation of a dangerous constitutional precedent. Dershowitz makes frequent appearances on Fox News where he defends President Trump. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. Homeland Security wants to use Pentagon money to build 270 miles of border wall. Top Pentagon officials say they support the DHS request to help protect the southwest U.S. border. It's the latest play by the Trump administration to use money appropriated by Congress for things like military construction and counter-narcotics efforts to fund border wall construction. A cost estimate hasn't been made public. That CBS's Steve Dorsey in Washington. Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick are picking up massive political donations, even though neither one of them is up for re-election this year. The Texas Ethics Commission reports Abbott raised nearly $8 million between July and December, spent more than $3 million, and has almost $33 million on hand. Also, in the second half of 2019, Patrick raised more than $2 million, spent $870,000, and has more than $13 million on hand. Patrick says he uh, plans to seek a third term in 2022. Abbott has not announced re-election plans and some of his campaign cash will go to other GOP candidates in this year's elections. This is Texas News Radio. My princess saved my life. I'm Deborah Norville with the Inside Edition Inside Report. When Vitaliano Solera was crowned homecoming prince way back in 1977, it was the highlight of his life. His princess was Rose Valenzuela. Fast forward 40 years, and Vitaliano found himself in a life-threatening crisis due to diabetes. He urgently needed a new kidney. The homecoming prince and princess were still friends, and guess what? Rose turned out to be a match. It's just a great feeling, knowing that I can give life. Vitaliano is now on the road to recovery, and now the homecoming prince and his princess are connected for life. From the Inside Edition newsroom, I'm Deborah Norville. Attorney General William Barr met with his Mexican counterparts to shore plans to attack narcotics and weapons trafficking. CBS's Adrian Barr is in Mexico City and says there's a new focus on the opioid pain reliever fentanyl. Mexico's foreign minister called the meeting with Attorney General Barr a success, announcing new bilateral programs aimed at cutting arms trafficking to Mexico and jointly going after criminal organizations and drug money. Reporters weren't allowed access to the U.S. official during his short visit, but the Mexican statement indicated that both countries have grown more concerned about the drug fentanyl. New developments in the scandal taking over Major League Baseball involving the Houston Astros with accusations naming one of Houston star players and key staff on several different teams as participants in the cheating efforts. ABC News has learned Major League Baseball investigated whether players use wearable devices to steal signs, but found no evidence. But the league did find that the Astros used a camera in the stands to record signals from the opposing catcher and then tipped off the batters by banging on garbage cans. That led the Astros to fire their manager and general manager. And that's ABC's Kenneth Moten. The investigation also led to the Boston Red Sox and New York Mets to fire their managers who had both been actively involved in the Astros scheme when they were both on the team. A collision between a chemical tanker and a fishing boat off the Galveston coast has one dead. One hurt and two missing. A thick fog had settled in off Galveston Island when the Bow Fortune, a tanker with a capacity of 37,000 tons, 
slammed into the tiny fishing boat called Pappy's Pride. Two fishermen were pulled from the water. One would later die. The Coast Guard searched for two days before suspending the search. It is a very difficult decision to make, and our heartfelt condolences and prayers go out to the families uh, from this tragic event. Coast Guard Commander Jordan Baldwess says the focus now shifts to recovering the capsized fishing boat. Jim Ryan, ABC News. The recent conflict with Iran had many thinking gasoline prices would climb, but the opposite is happening. AAA Texas spokesman Josh Zuber explains why. We're seeing increasing gasoline supplies. We're seeing record numbers in oil production. So that's helping put downward pressure on gas prices. The average price in San Antonio is down to $2.18. Zuber says as long as supplies remain healthy and demand for gas is low, drivers should continue to see lower prices at the pump. KTSA Money News. The stock market wrapped up the week with more records. The Dow up 50 points to 29,348. The Nasdaq gained 31 points to 9389. The S&P advanced 12 points to 3329. Homebuilders got really busy in December with the Commerce Department reporting housing starts soaring nearly 17% higher to the highest level in 13 years. The Labor Department reports that job openings in December fell sharply from the prior month to 6.8 million. Gap is ending its plan to spin off Old Navy into a separate publicly traded company, blaming complexity and high costs. Jason Brooks, CBS News. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. Russia is warning European countries that the Iran New Deal is in danger of ceasing to exist after they triggered a dispute mechanism against Iran over its dropping of commitments to the 2015 agreement. Russia's Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Ryabkov warned that if France, Germany and Britain go ahead with triggering the so-called dispute mechanism in the Iran nuclear deal, chances for saving the agreement will vanish. The European signatories of the Iran deal initiated the mechanism this week after Iran said it would scrap limits on enriching uranium in response to the U.S.'s killing of its senior commander, Qasem Soleimani. The mechanism could eventually lead to new sanctions on Iran. Ryabkov told Russian state media that if it goes ahead, a line can be drawn under the nuclear deal. Patrick Rievel, ABC News, Moscow. The recent Iranian missile strike in Iraq did cause some American injuries. I'm Tom Foti. Despite first word of no American casualties, a revised report from the U.S. Central Command indicates at least 11 U.S. troops were injured in that Iranian attack on the Iraqi airbase where American soldiers had been deployed. I just think this is more or less the symptoms revealed themselves after the attack and the soldiers have been evaluated and to keep the record straight, they've been declared as combat casualties from the event. CBS News military analyst, retired Army Major Mike Lyons. Tom Foti, CBS News, Washington. What's more deadly than cancer? Well, the answer may be surprising. It's known as the hidden killer because it can be so hard to detect. Sepsis, the body's immune response to a bacterial infection that can lead to organ failure. A new study from the University of Washington estimates 11 million people died from sepsis in 2017, more than cancer. That's double previous estimates, thanks to greater reporting in poor and middle-income countries where you'll find most cases. But wealthier nations are affected as well. Bud Michigan, CBS News. 
Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador has announced the latest desperate plea to a desperate idea, actually, to sell off his predecessor's official jet, which he says is too luxurious. Lopez Obrador said today he may raffle off the plane by selling 6 million raffle tickets at $25 apiece. He offered to throw in a year's free operating time in case the winner of the lottery-style scheme doesn't have the money to operate the jet. The austerity-minded president has floated ideas for bartering the plane in exchange for U.S. medical equipment or selling it in shares to a group of businessmen. This is Texas News Radio. CBS Eye on Veterans from ConnectingVets.com Before he became a special assistant to the U.S. military, Iraqi-born Kadeem Al-Wiley thought most of America was like the TV show Baywatch. I'm thinking going to America. Everywhere there is a beach. You know, uh, <laughs> Nothing but hot blondes and bathing suits. <laughs> Pamela Anderson running, you know, she got the, running around. David Hasselhoff running like slow motion. Here I am. I end up in St. Louis. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Not just St. Louis. East St. Louis. That was like Fallujah. People running around with, 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 with pistols, shooting at each other. I was like, wait a minute. Am I in Iraq? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com for CBS News. The country's top immigration officer went to New York today to rail against sanctuary city policies that he said aid criminals. Acting ICE Director Matthew Albans called it unbelievable New York and other cities refused to cooperate with certain federal immigration detainers, and he cited the recent murder of a 92-year-old woman, allegedly by a man ICE had tried to remove for beating up his father. How much more do you need? Should he beat up, beat up his mother, too? Should he kick the dog? I mean, how much more do you need to take an enforcement action against an illegal alien? Alban said he held the mayor responsible for the death of Maria Fuertes. City Hall called it shameful the Trump administration would politicize a tragedy. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. Announced that Leon Valley City Councilman is trying to win back his seat after he was voted out of office last year. Benny Martinez has applied to get his name on the ballot in the May election as a candidate for the place for seat. Martinez was replaced by an appointment after his removal from office for poorly belittling city staff members and sexually harassing a councilwoman. Martinez denies a claim. The recall election is also underway in Leon Valley to replace two council members who voted to remove Martinez from office. A Native American woman has an incredible story after an incident at a Midwest airport. Clearly that was very inappropriate and I immediately was very shocked. Indigenous rights activist and attorney Tara Hoska tells ABC News Radio about her trip through security at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport when a TSA agent asked to pat down her braids. She pulled my hair behind my head. She kind of shook my hair like reins and said, uh, giddy up, let's go. But Tara didn't want the agent fired. I view this as an opportunity to teach that particular agent and also the rest of TSA about respecting people, respecting Native people. Hoska says TSA was very responsive and offered an apology. Todd Ant, ABC News. The term Netflix and chill is so popular and now has its own ice cream. Ben & Jerry's is releasing Netflix and chilled to pair with binge watching. The new flavor is peanut butter ice cream with a pretzel swirl and uh, fudge brownie bits. The idea is to satisfy both salty and sweet cravings, but beware, downing the entire carton during a show adds up to nearly 1,200 calories. KTSA Entertainment. This year's Screen Actors Guild Awards show is going hostless. Producers say they will rely more on presenters to provide the entertainment and move the show along. The show will also feature its signature opening with a variety of nominees in the audience telling an anecdote or making a joke about why they're proud to be an actor. The SAG Awards air Sunday night on TBS and TNT. 
Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, funny man Jim Carrey is 58. Family Feud host Steve Harvey is 63. And which TV legend and Golden Girl star is the oldest person ever to host Saturday Night Live? That would be the Betty White, who today turns 98. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcasts and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Lauren Zima. More arrests have been made ahead of a gun rights rally in Virginia Monday. Three Georgia men between 19 and 25 years old have been arrested on charges. They were involved in a white supremacist group that planned to overthrow the government and murder a couple in Bartow County, Georgia. The criminal charges follow the arrest of three men in Maryland accused of being in a neo-Nazi group. Federal authorities say the three, including an Army veteran, were believed to be planning to attend a gun rights rally in Richmond, Virginia Monday in the hopes of starting a race war. Jim Crisula, CBS News. San Antonio police officers been arrested. 31-year-old Austin Wilkie was arrested and uh, was taken to custody by the Bear County Sheriff's Office on a domestic violence charge. San Antonio Police Chief Wayne McManus says the allegation against uh, Officer Wilkie is inexcusable. The three-year uh, veteran of the police department will be placed on administrative leave during a criminal and administrative investigation. A pop star is being accused of being a rip-off artist. <laughs> Ariana Grande is facing a lawsuit from hip-hop's Josh Stone. He claims she stole the chorus for her hit Seven Rings from the song he released three years ago. His lawsuit cites two forensic musicologists who analyzed each piece of music and found 39 notes to be identical. Grande's version has made more than $10 million. She'll perform at the Grammys next week, where she's up for five awards, including two for seven rings. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. What if you could see information from your phone without actually having to look at it? Well, companies are already working on that. You don't have to look too far into the future when it comes to the latest prototype being tested, a tool for your eye. Startup company Mojo Vision has made a smart contact that would sync your smartphone information like contacts and messages. The company says the augmented reality contact lenses are still being tested, though, and there are still details that need to be worked out. But the company still is hoping to get FDA approval. Other companies are also said to be testing similar prototypes. Michelle Franz in ABC News. KTSA AccuWeather. Plenty of clouds tonight, mild, low 61. Showers tomorrow morning, then mainly cloudy, high 68. Much colder tomorrow night with a few clouds, low 40. Some sunshine for Sunday, cooler, high 58. Sunday night, patchy clouds, low 39. Cloudy for Monday, high 58. I'm Brian May with your KTSA, Stevens Roofing, AccuWeather Forecast. Texas News Radio is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.